With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE and you are listening to FXE Live. doing tonight fxe live time to get ready what better way to come in than with bad horsey why does he have to be bad you know why he has to be bad he has to be bad in order to hang out with us here at fxe he has to be one bad horsey in order to be able to hang with the jester and jt JT will be on, as you all know. If it's your first time listening, I'll be joined by Jason Townsend from Dallas, Texas area, just outside of Dallas there. Then also our WWE aficionado somewhat there in New York. I mean, Busy J does a lot of different things. And one of those things is he covers wrestling rather well. And uh, he'll be joining us in a little while. But F. XE Live coming to you from a soggy, you know, I always like to say uh, beautiful, Leesburg, Florida, no soggy. Matter of fact, uh, an hour before the show, there was not going to be a show. Cable knocked out, no no cable, no internet and all that stuff. But uh, no, interesting, interesting uh, happenings just before we were hoping to bring it. And here we are and. You'll every once in a while, you're going to hear thunder in the background, and it's uh, the hour here, folks. Thanks for joining us. I hope wherever you're joining us, it is absolutely beautiful. Again, FXE Live, time to get ready, brought to you by FantasyJusticeSports.com and FXEWorld.com. People asking about that. We're going to talk about FXE World, the website, what's up, people can't get on. Going to address that. Going to address everything WWE. Going to be addressing the whole FXE. Going to talk about a little bit of everything. You know, it's it's Wednesday night. Good night for fighting. Every night's a good night for fighting, isn't it? <sighs> hmm. When I talk about fighting, why does it make me want to bring on JT? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we're going to be talking about a bunch of things tonight, and like I said, we're going to bring WWE, Florida Wrestling Talk, FXE's latest, uh, going to talk about Paige, probably uh, uh, domestic violence charges, uh, that's just a funny story right there, and uh, you know, before I bring in JT, and before I bring in Busy J, one of the biggest things I, I, I want to say just real quick. I don't want to make the young man feel uncomfortable, but I have to say at least something. I can't not say at least a little something. Uh, A young worker here in the sport, here in uh, Florida wrestling, hard worker, good young guy figures, always happens to the good guys. He worked our show on 318, and we're going to be talking about that show and uh, what's coming up on FXE later on. It's not about the show right now. Right now, it's about a young man who uh, loves the sport, lives the sport, and uh, is just a good guy. You know, I mean, didn't know us from Adam, came there that day and really, I mean, got his hands dirty. He's in there helping build and everything else to try and make the show the best it can be. 
representing and, and you know he does the social media he does the uh promos he does the shows he gives the pitches in to help build your stage with you young man willing to do whatever really i i think is an example of what the young wrestlers coming up here in florida or anywhere if you're listening uh tonight really look up rex bacchus uh, great young guy and a role model for you younger guys out there of how you should conduct things uh, in and out of the ring. Tonight, we want to ask all of you to send your prayers, send your love. There's also a GoFundMe for Rex. He is, uh, just had surgery uh, for stomach cancer in, in the bowels uh, cancer. And uh, we want to send all of our love to him uh, and uh, Godspeed. Uh, tough kid, he'll be fine, but we do need prayers, we do need love, and on the GoFundMe, uh, whatever you can give to Rex towards medical bills, it's going to be a little bit of a tough fight, as you can imagine, and uh, nobody more deserving of your help than Rex. So, again, if you need help, uh, contacting, contact me, and I'll guide you in the direction of where to go so that you can go ahead and donate the money to him. Thanks, folks. I really appreciate it, and... Uh, God bless Rex. Get JT in here. Let's get things going. We're going to keep the energy going. I'm going to tell you right now, folks, if uh, <laughs> for those of us around here now, understand the FXE staff has kind of grown <laughs> since the last time uh, we've had a show and we've continued to get things bigger. So uh, I'll tell you, the excitement around here is fantastic. And one of the guys that is really, if you work the 318 show, you know what his efforts were that night and how he, uh, he, he just loves the sport as well. Our encyclopedia of sports knowledge, not just on this show, but on Saturday's show, Fantasy Jester's show on Saturday nights where we cover all sports. You know him on Twitter as Fez437, coming to you from Texas, JT. What's up, my man? Jester, a uh, relatively cool day here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, 99 degrees. So uh, a nice, nice little cool spell. Yeah, a nice little cool spell for us here in Dallas. But uh, I just want to throw out there, you know, meeting Rex back at that, that 318 show, uh, getting a chance to talk to him and see what he's about. Kid's got a lot of heart, and I know he's not going to let this beat him. So uh, uh, Godspeed out there to you, Rex Backus. Uh, I know we'll see you in the ring again soon. Yeah, without a question, without a question, uh, he's tough kid, good kid though, really, really good guy. And uh, like I said, folks, I'll get, again, the type of person. Now, this might not mean much to anybody else, but what it means to me and what it meant to me that day was a lot because I am going through a day. I'm nervous as all hell. It's my first ever show. This, that, the other. I've got so much on my plate, and I really had needed a bigger staff and. You know, Rex gets there. Ace Andrews, another kid, young another guy one. out there. Oh, man. So they get there, and they literally just drop their gear, and they're like, okay, what can we do? How can we help get this all set up? Like, I mean, uh-huh. just immediately pitched in. Didn't know me. Folks, these are guys that, well, you're friends of yours or this, that, the other. No. No, no, not friends of mine. Guys that just walked on my production for the very first friggin' time and they're dropping gear and going, okay, let's go. Let's get our hands dirty. Let's get in there and, and really doing a fantastic job. And naturally, um, it's somebody like that, that we're saying prayers for in Rex back. Of course. Um, yeah, that's how it works. What I want to do is let's get things going as far as WWE is concerned. And uh, okay. folks, you know, our WWE segment, if you've been listening to the show the past couple of weeks, has really been bolstered by Busy J joining us as a threesome here for the FXE live coverage of uh, WWE and all of that. He uh, covers it really well, and uh, he's a big fan of the sport. So let's go ahead. Live from New York, New York, New York, that wonderful town, Busy J. <laughs> What's up, Biz? How's it going, my man? Fellas, what's going? Good. What's going on, Busy. guys? How y'all doing? Doing good. You? Good, good, good. 
It's not 99 degrees out here, but it's hot and humid, so it might as well be. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I feel more for you guys, even at a lesser temperature, because you guys aren't used to it. Yeah, totally. Well, you no, know, you see here, you got to feel for a minute, and not to get off, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this on Saturday night if you want to come on, because, you know, listen, you got to understand, he's also going through it right now, as he's got to live with his baseball team there in New York, okay, and the other team across town, you know, making the moves to cover some weaknesses and whatnot, you know, it must not be easy. It's going to be difficult. Uh Uh-uh. Stop it. Just stop it to borrow one. It's going to be difficult for him to cover WWE. The Yankees, the team that just lost their 10th consecutive series, their worst losing streak since 1991. Don't want to hear it, pal. Both New York teams suck. Yeah, right now we're struggling too. I can't say much, but I thought that was good. I tried to... Tried to put him on his heels a little, you know. He comes in here sometimes. Yeah, I'm not too cocky, with that you know? Welcome, welcome to my life as an Oakland A's fan, fellas. <laughs> no, no, we're not that. No, come on, we're not that bad. Maybe his team is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get things started off. Busy. Let's start with Roy. You know, I went ahead, folks. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I've taken on, we, we've tried to cover wrestling on and off on fantasyjusticesports.com, trying to get settled in on the scheduling of writers. It's a, it's a little difficult. I am going to do my damnedest now to stay with the Raw on Monday night. So, you know, first off, Fizzy, uh, what did you like? What did you not like? Let's start off with Raw and, and we'll kick it off there. What did I like about Raw? I would well, what did you not like? Which do you feel strongly about? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I think they're both one and the same. I really like the whole Kurt Angle big surprise thing. I just hated that it had to be the most generic, repetitive storyline that they could possibly come up with. But if you really think about it, I could kind of possibly believe it looking on, you know, looking, coming from a third party looking in, that yeah, he kind of does wrestle like Kurt Angle. And if Kurt Angle did have an affair with a black woman, yeah, that might be his child. But um, I guess that's my like and dislike about Roy. It, it was something that you didn't see coming, but when you saw it coming, you're like, what the hell? i got to tell you, uh, honestly, because I did watch it. Uh, I was watching it as it happened. As you know, I texted you as a, a little shock there, but – Here's what I didn't like about it, and you're right. It is a, it is a mix. It was a, it, it could have been fantastic. Imagine had he come out there, you know, angles all in tears, the way he was, okay? And he comes out and starts beating up on his father for not being there and denying him all this time. That's a story. No, they hug, literally, they hug. And for those of you who missed it, they hug and went to commercial. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't get, I mean, you had, you started out great. It was like, okay, here's what happened. Okay. I swear to God, somebody checked the uh, WWE uncreative team for ADHD. It was like, they started out great. Okay. And they're talking about, okay, yeah, well, we can make a son this and, it was illegitimate, and we could make, all right, we can run with this. Oh, wow, squirrel. And completely lost the movie. Completely lost everything. You know, it's serious. It, it, it is bad. It is. I mean, you cut the commercial during that point, that being your focal point. And, and again, they had to throw out hints before the show. They can't do anything where it's an actual surprise at the show. Let's go ahead out there and drop all kinds of hints because we're afraid people aren't going to watch it to begin with. So, you know, let's go ahead and ruin the surprise. As you and I have talked about in the past, we're not going to do that kind of stuff with our stories with FXE. They're leaking stuff out to begin with. I just don't understand the point. It wasn't like it was a blockbuster uh, announcement to begin with. I'd rather have said Kurt Angle was Vince McMahon's son or something like that. Then you would have had some CD twists in there with Stephanie McMahon, at least something fun. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was just like yeah, you you started on something, and then just didn't finish it. 
Now, I don't know if a squirrel passed by the window. It was lunch break and they forgot what happened after. I don't know. Maybe they were all baked when they did it, okay, and came up with a great idea and then munchies happened. I don't friggin' know, folks. All I know is it looked like an incomplete thought. That's what it really is. It looked like somebody. Yeah, it well, was. Well, now let, ahead, me ask this, though. Let, me, let me ask you this, though. Off of that mm-hmm. subject, your thoughts on Reigns versus Joe, because that actually looked like they had a pretty good match going there. Uh, you know, two big hosses you know, dealing some punishment out there uh, before uh, Mr. Strowman showed up. So, I mean, your thoughts on that? Mine or busy? Either one of you. Go ahead, Busy. Go first. I'll go second. I, I I did like it because, you know, it was expected. You know, like we said last week, I, I would assume Stillman would come out and interfere in this match and set up a triple threat later before the SummerSlam pay-per-view. So I, I kind of liked it. You know, I liked it, but again, if you know, okay, how many times was it? Like three times in the night? We wrestled for nothing. There was no decision. Uh, there we go. No contest once again, huh? No contest. And at least I think I, I think I left off at three. I think it was three altogether. And we have a caller. Anybody want to take a caller? Is anybody in the mood oh, for a caller? Or do, we, do, it. Do, we ignore, do we ignore the caller? I don't know. Nah, I we don't solicit ignore it. our callers here. On, we, don't, we don't ignore our callers on this program. See, you're being nice. See, the, that's the face and the heel of this, folks. See, we do it right here. Okay. Seriously, though. All right. Let's find out who the hell is calling us now. You know, I don't know who this is. I'm glad you called, but you do realize we're live. And um, uh, interrupting. But, hi, how are you? Who is this? Greetings. How are you guys there in Justin? <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> No, hold on. Let's introduce him so everybody understands why we feel this way. Folks, on the line from the New York Yankees, we have Aaron Judge on the line. We want to welcome him on. Oh, guest call. Oh, no. oh, no, I'm sorry. This it's is Kate not Aaron Bello. Judge. It's sorry. Okay. It's a big Aaron Judge fan. There you go. There prior you go. to the season this year, but still not Aaron Judge. From prior but, to the season. There you go. As I was saying, though, I hear you guys talking about Raw. I hear you guys talking about leading up to SummerSlam and everything with this Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe match last night on the other night on Raw. And I seem to recall there was about a month and a half ago you guys were talking about, oh, what could they be leading up to after this pay-per-view with Strowman and Reigns and what could be happening at SummerSlam that they could lead up to. And JT happened to interject with a text that he received from a friend of the show about what they were leading up to eventually. That, uh, oh, there's no way. You guys totally dismissed the, the input that was given of, oh, no, Brock Lesnar is, is not going to lose to Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is going to beat Brock Lesnar, and Samoa Joe is going to be the champion. Meanwhile, your input from JT – friend of the show was Brock Lesnar is going to beat Samoa Joe and leading into Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam where Strowman wins the title. And you guys seem to laugh it off like, oh, there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> what does it look like it's happening going forward here? Do you want to feel this, here? JT, or do you want me to? Oh, no. This do you is want to feel this? Jest- this is a jester moment right here. No, it's not. No, it's uh, not. We can, we can go listen, pull up the archives and hear what okay, you guys no, said no, about listen, it. I believe, no, no, listen, I have no problem. I'll pull up the archives. You got to understand one thing, Tate, okay? And, and I'm not trying to be funny or, I'm not, you know, well, maybe it is a little funny, okay? Maybe it's all going to be a lot funny. But you have to understand one thing. You were right once already this year. Do you really think JT and I were banking on the idea you'd be right twice? <laughs> It sometimes happens more often than you think. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently it got us good because we didn't think twice would happen. <laughs> but good call on that. Good call, sir. Good call. Anyway. But I, I figured since you guys were talking about it, I'd just call in 
since you guys seem to be much more, much, much more forward thinking on that being a possibility going forward, leading into SummerSlam at this point. Who are you calling forward thinking? Wait a second. Wait a second. I I am not forward thinking. I am, I am whatever's going on right now. I am at H2. You know why I can, no, why I can diagnose uh, the WWE problem as ADHD because I have the same problem. Look, squirrel, <laughs> done. <laughs> Forward thinking. I All couldn't think my way out of a paper bag. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say that you know, hey, maybe you should take some, take my advice, my thoughts into consideration a little bit once in a while. So sometimes I am right. But Do you want us anyways, to I just wanted to, just wanted to point it out for you. You guys have a great evening. Enjoy yourselves. I will wisp off into the distance. It's like a ring and run. Come back another time. <laughs> I remember doing this as a kid. I, I ring the doorbell and run. Look at him. <laughs> Thanks, Tate. Appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm still here if you need me. But, you know, just let me know. Thanks. He's here all night. Don't forget to tip your waitress, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So, keeping Tate on the line if he wants to stay for the show. Going on, Roar, and what was going on, guys? Uh, let me ask you something. And, uh, matter of fact, you know what? Tate is the guest. We'll let him go ahead and take the important part of Raw. Now, what did you think about the uh, Brian Kendrick and Drew Gallick uh, versus Mustafa Ali and Jack Gallagher oh, segment? That was the segment where I usually hit the fast-forward button because oh. I'm not a big fan of the 205 Live. I just kind of fast-forward through that part, to be completely okay. honest. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, no, uh, actually, you, you know, it's a shame, and I said this in the article. And guys, let me know if, what you feel on this, uh, honestly. Uh, and, and Busy, go ahead. You'll answer this one first and then JT. Got to ask you something. The end of that match, Mustafa lands an inverted 450 move, okay? An absolutely fantastic move for the win. These moves, their, their athleticism, does, is it me that the reason why they don't get the attention is because if, okay, the, the castes of the world and all that can't get a good storyline out of them, okay? Kurt Angle can't get a great storyline out of them. They certainly are doing even less with these people. You've got talent. Unbelievable. That kid, that kid nailed it. I mean, I, I watched him wrestle, and he had a lot of crisp, well-timed, well-sold moves, and then lands an inverted 450 and has absolutely no storyline. Busy, do you agree with me on that, or you just think that the cruiserweights will always be the, you know, redheaded stepchild? No, I totally agree with you, and I think the problem with WWE is that the cruiserweights should be their own storyline. They should have just 205 lines, and that's it. They shouldn't be on Raw. They shouldn't be on SmackDown. Right. And I think that's the problem right there. Because and pretty much they're taking over the bathroom break for, instead of used to be the, 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 the Divas, now with the Cruiserweight. And it's not fair to them. And when we talk about how no one's paying attention to a five live, I think that's – I disagree with that. I think a lot of people would prefer to watch it as a standalone platform on Tuesday nights after SmackDown, or maybe another night, maybe like a Thursday night on the WWE Network. I think that's the problem with creative right there. And someone like Neville has tremendously improved from the 205 division. So I think you need to separate it from the brands and let it be its own thing. What's funny about the creative at WWE is this. True story. Mrs. Jester isn't really the biggest wrestling fan out there, folks. She's glad I have fun with it and all that stuff, but she's not the biggest wrestling fan out there. She has grown to appreciate it as she's had to be around it now. But lately, you know, I, I sat and watched Raw the other night, as, and I'm writing the article as, I, as I'm watching it, and Mrs. Jester 
was able to make the call of what was about to happen. Mrs. Jester has been watching less than a year, folks. She used to watch a long, long time ago when she was a lot younger, folks. <laughs> She's going to love me on that one. But seriously, uh, yeah, uh, but seriously, hey, listen, she can get, folks, so you know, Mrs. Jester can get rid of the body. She dives with sharks, okay? I don't say much against Mrs. Jester. Um, no, seriously, though, she was able to call what was going on, okay, with Ambrose and all that. And the Miz, I'm like, wow, that's how bad creative is. Somebody watching this little is calling what's going on. Well, it's it's the same thing that happens every week. I mean, I tried to say that. I've tried to say that these these shows and Tate. Let me ask you something. I mean, do you agree? These shows seem to run together. I mean, they call it different names, but SmackDown doesn't look much different than Raw. Or a pay per view. No, I would I would agree with you on that 100. percent I think it's it's just gotten stale and boring for the most part. I mean, overall, it's the, it, they run the same storyline through multiple pay per views and over multiple months, and they try and drag it out. And it's 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 almost at the point where kind of to the point where you got the four big pay per views in WrestleMania and SummerSlam and Royal Rumble and uh, Survivor Series. And the the rest of the time in between that is just filler where for the first couple of weeks after one of those pay-per-views, you're doing rematches from that pay-per-view. And then for the next month and a half, you're building up new matches for the next, pay, the next big pay-per-view. Meanwhile, you're running a pay-per-view every two weeks, one for SmackDown and one for Raw. And it's, it's just, it's the same storylines and the same matches for two to three months at a time and in between you, the, the major pay-per-views. Do you guys remember, and this was at least 10 years ago, they had, uh, I think it was Saturday night, they had a show called WWE High Velocity. It came on like Spike TV at like 10 o'clock at night Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the type of show that I think would benefit 205, having that kind of a, you know, 10 o'clock Saturday, something that's dedicated to that, that only that way you don't have, you know, the matches like you have with, you know, Mustafa Gallagher, you know, some of those Neville, those guys. And then right after it, you have Braun Strowman walk out. And at that point, it's like, what I just watch? Who cares? You know, if you dedicate a show and you can do, you don't even have to do it on WWE Network, do it on USA at 10 o'clock on Saturday night. You'll get your, your following, you'll get your cult following of that show. And that's what you're watching. That's what you expect. Therefore, I don't think you'd be near as underwhelmed as I am when I see it smack dab in the middle of a three-hour episode of Raw. And the reason it's on Raw is so Vince can go three hours on Raw. Uh, hmm. Let me ask you something. I, I like the Saturday idea. As I, listen, we, we've been thinking and tossing around the whole Saturday local mm-hmm. television thing. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, again, much like what we want to do is in the morning, move 205 to Saturday morning. And this is going to sound silly at first, but think about it. Two kids, two kids, little kids, those guys are going to look huge no matter what. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. they, no, no. they lose their appeal because they're smaller and this, that, the other with the big boys. Okay, fine. So if you take them completely away from the big boys and package 205 to go get the youngsters, you can give them the storylines that are PG, and then you can go ahead and give back the Raw and the SmackDown fans a little bit more of what they're looking for and still not lose your sponsorship. Right. Maybe no, do this. How about this one? That's a great idea. You leave Raw. Okay, but here, no, okay, but you take it like this. So you got Saturday morning, you take 205 to Saturday morning, 10 o'clock, USA Network, fine. There you go. There's your 205, and you got the kids' storylines and everything else like that. Raw, you got a three-hour show as your main draw, supposedly, uh, you know, whatever you want, your main acts and all that on, on Monday night for three hours. SmackDown. 
move SmackDown to 9 o'clock so that it's on from 9 until 11, and then you're out of a children's time time area. Now you're running 9 o'clock. Now you can go a little bit more towards what your fans are missing and what, what they're – I mean, I, I, it's not just the four of us complaining about this, and WWE has to know it. Now, gang, I just gave them the friggin' solution for free here. This isn't that hard. I, I don't get it. What's stopping Can I jump them? in and interject real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Somebody, because yeah, right. I'm on a roll. Well, just just a thought to go along with what you said. As a as a kid myself, when I was when I was growing up in New York, it, I remember part of part of my introduction to wrestling. And watching WWE back, WWF back then, with Hulk Hogan and Iron Sheik and Sergeant Slaughter and all those guys and the Wild Samoans, part of my introduction to that was Saturday mornings from 10 to 11 or 11 to yep. noon on WOR TV nine out of Jersey or whatever it was, yeah. and yeah, watching right. the watching WWE superstars or or whatever like that on Saturday mornings every week. You know, I finish up my cartoons and oh look, here's WWF. Let's watch that. Oh, this is cool. This is fun. Look at look at how big these guys are and and whatnot. But I'm right there with you on the cruiserweights having a show like that because the cruiserweight guys are super talented. I'm not going to yeah. take that away from them. Those guys are phenomenal, athletic, and super talented wrestlers. On it's just when you throw them in, like you guys said, when you throw them into Raw in between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns and these super jacked up, gigantic. Beast, Brock Lesnar, and those guys—they—they they look like they're—they're they're those little thirteen-year-old little kid out there. And you throw them their own show, throw them on Saturday mornings during the, your normal, you know, ten, eleven o'clock in the morning, on a, a not even just on USA Network, but even find your local affiliates, your your local ABC, NBC, CBS, whatever like that that'll carry them from ten to eleven. They used to do that, you know, like they used to have that affiliation with with uh, NBC doing the the Saturday night main event shows every once in a while. You know, go back to getting some affiliation with something like that and put it on a Saturday morning on a nationwide channel that you don't even need to have basic basic cable for. Busy? Let me ask you something. I, I told you the ideas. Yeah, to expand on that, Pizzy, uh, what do you think about this one, too? How about for the 205 show, and if you're going to base it for the kids, and to help make the guys still look bigger to the kids, don't use the 20-foot WWE ring. Use an 18-foot ring. You don't go down to, say, the 16, because you'll see the big difference there. But you'll an 18-foot ring isn't as noticeable, and it'll make those 205 guys look even bigger for the kids. What do you think of that? I love that. I love that idea. That makes perfect sense. But I'm going to throw another monkey wrench into your guys' plan. Would Uh-oh. you guys add Would you guys add Finn Balor to that 205 roster? Because I really feel like he's out of place on the current roster. And if you, like I said last week, have you noticed ever since the inception of 205, he's seen no title let, opportunity. Let me jump on let me jump in on that first, Busy. Uh, I don't think you can at this point. How do you debut this guy winning the new, uh, the new WWE Raw Championship and basically now throw him to 205? I think it hurts his momentum. I think it hurts his credibility and it hurts his character because that a lot of people are going to see that as a demotion. The guy, oh, they've already given up on this guy. What's the point? Um, I don't. I think at this point now, the way you introduce this guy, the fanfare and the hoopla around him, you've got to you've got to stick it out and find a way to fight through it and make him relevant on the big roster again. Otherwise, I think you lose him. Hmm. Hmm. I'm right there with JT hmm. on that. I think if you do something like that, you turn him into the old Drew Galloway, where you anointed him as the next the next big thing, so to speak, and you give him the title, and then you you can't even push the guy. You can't get people to cheer for him or boo him. Can't get any reaction out of him. You know, you, if you do that, you put you put him on 
on 205 and you turn him into Drew Galloway and next thing you know, as soon as his contract's up, he's jumping somewhere else because he's not getting the push that he needs. And we'll end up in ROH if you do that. Watch. Wow. Really? You think so? I don't huh? disagree with what Busy's saying. I agree with the premise. I think he's better suited for that show. But I think at this point, you brought him in at such a high level. You set the bar so high with this guy. First ever universal title holder that at this point now, that's anything less than the main roster with where he's at. It's going to seem like a demotion. And it's going to be like where Neville is at this point. you got an amazingly talented wrestler that's an afterthought because he's on 205. I'm wondering if, you know, some of these guys might not appreciate the fact that Bauer is on the roster, though. Because, I mean, he seems to be taking a beating. Now, for those of you who missed this past Monday, a lot another of no cracked him. Yeah, another no contest. Cracked him with the guitar. Now, um, uh, if you aren't on Instagram with me, uh, I'll go ahead and I'll post it later on. Uh, the injury that Bauer has from the guitar because it wasn't done, executed properly. Now, Busy, do you think that that was Finn Bauer's fault? Or Elias's fault? Because I know I have my opinion. God, you go first. I want to say it wasn't sinful, but we got to start, you know, we got to start questioning things. Things are starting to add up. His first title, you know, when he won the Universal title, yes, that was Seth Rollins' fault, but maybe Finn could have braced himself a little bit better, and I think that's the same thing that happened with the guitar shot. He, if he knew it was coming, he should have prepared better for it put himself in a better angle to receive it. Good point. Uh, I'm going to argue you on that one for a second because that wasn't Rollins' fault. He went back into that wall. You are taught never reach for the wall, never reach for a rope. Okay, if you, if you go back and look at the uh, film of Joey Cage in the ring too, he went about going on the ropes incorrectly as well. He reached for the rope. Okay, you don't do that. You don't reach for the wall when you're thrown, okay? You brace yourself for it. That first shot, that was Finn Balor's fault. And you know what? I hate to say it. The cut on his head might be his fault, too. He turned into that. And he might not be suited for the bigger boys. He might might end up uh, constantly injured. It'll be, it'll Why be is it? See what happens. Why is what? it? And we and I brought this up last week. But why yeah. is it? There. I mean, granted, you have your Kevin Owens and a couple of these other guys that are uh, buck the trend. But why is it all these amazing guys come up from NXT with unbelievable fanfare? You know, the Perfect Ten being the latest one, and and then just all of a sudden vanish. Eighty percent of them just absolutely become irrelevant. Uh, you know, especially in the tag team division, Vaude Villains, The Ascension, and so on, um, and now American Alpha, which no longer exists. Uh, you know, it just it just seems like they're coming up from NXT is almost the kiss of death anymore. Well, the, uh, because you know what? Of course they come up. No, they come up with all the fanfare because who's hyping them? Their own company hypes their own company. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they come up with the fanfare yeah. because they're the only pe- people talking about them. They're pushing their own people. Yeah, they're going to make but them they sound lose like that uh, push so quickly. That push just disappears. Well, well here's, here's, here's a thought here's on that. Because of creative. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good point. Get in there, Tate. A thought on that. Part of, part of the deal, these guys coming up from NXT. Now, I'm I'm just as guilty of cheering for all these guys right off the bat and then then seeing them longer term and being like, yeah, I'm not as impressed as I was. But maybe it's the idea of when they're in NXT, NXT is developmental. So these guys that that maybe they do deserve to be on the main roster, but the people they're fighting are developmental people as well. So, of course, when you got guys that have got years of experience fighting, whether it's New Japan or Ring of Honor or TNA or wherever else they've been, 
in the indie circuits and whatnot for years, those guys have years of experience. They're fighting in NXT against people that are brand new or have been doing it for six months or a year or two years or whatever. They're fighting against guys like that. And you're, you got a guy like a Finn Balor who's been doing it for 10 years before he gets to NXT. And of course he's going to shine and look like he's, you know, the, the biggest superstar ever in, in right. NXT because he's fighting developmental people. But then maybe maybe ready. it's the the WWE guys, Triple H and, and those guys behind the scenes, deciding to promote these guys too early or hyping them up way more than they should be when they first come on. Mm, I like that. But but here, here's the point I'm making. So is, is Paul Levesque basically, Triple H, basically are they that desperate for the next John Cena, the next Rock, the next, you know, her angle are they that desperate to find this guy that they're promoting these guys way before they're ready they, they do because have they do have to find product. those guys somehow and somewhere at yeah, some point and you can't way. just but be you know bringing what? in the the AJ Styles and those guys every every time you need a new person you can't just do that but you've got to develop your own guys somewhere but, but can I, I hold on let me get in there for one second well, hold on guys but JT, good good question about that. And I'll tell you, they, you know that person's probably on the roster right now. There's probably a couple of them. And you know what? That you got to understand one thing. There's a lot of good workers both in WWE and in NXT, and it's not going to matter. You can be AJ Styles and have the most incredible moves that you could ever see in wrestling, and then take him. Put him in WWE, and WWE won't know what the hell to do with him. That has we've exactly. seen it. There is there is exactly your legend. Right there. there is one of your legends right there. One of your newer legends who should be. Okay, and, and that's happening. You can bring up. You can literally bring up the second coming of Christ. Okay, uh, from NXT, and WWE is going to blow it. That, that, that's the God's honest truth Because you know what I'm sorry I've seen a lot of AJ Styles film He is one of the best wrestlers I've seen out there right now Anybody else want to tell me Somebody better than AJ Styles Right now And you know what I hate to tell you folks Everybody listening I've had this very same discussion With a WWE legend And he feels the same Way, Jimmy Hart feels right. that AJ Styles is the best out there, and he is. He is the most talented wrestler out there right now, and they have wasted that young man, wasted him. So no, you know what? There is nobody in NXT coming up because until somebody comes up to creative, it doesn't matter. They need an NXT for creative. No, they, you know, they, they need to cultivate, and, and this is one of the things, and this is what makes it difficult. Understand one thing, okay? And again, speaking from a promoter's sense on this, as far as my view on what I see, it's very hard to get creative. See, everybody wants to be a wrestler, Everybody wants, if you're not a wrestler, you're a ref. And if you're not a a, a ref or a wrestler, you're a manager. I I just look, you know, uh, Alpha uh, is over here in Mineola, Florida. He's got his camp and all that. And if you want to be a WWE manager, it's four grand. You can go be a manager and all this stuff. You know what? There is no place to go for wrestling writers. And do you know why? Because if you look around my own damn state, and let me tell you something, folks, for those of you wondering, you know, where we're going, FXE and all that, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But understand one thing, WWE can't get anybody uh, for creative because there's nobody creative out there. If you go look at these indie promotions. Now, I'm sorry, I know I'm going to ruffle feathers, shocking, but you know what? I do. If you don't have anybody, go look at an indie promotion. 
Go look at the indie promotions and go see what their creative is. 90% of them have no creative, none. Down here in Florida, okay, you've got 50 promotions, everybody using the same talent, okay, none of it organized, and that is a whole nother topic, okay, and a whole nother story. But let me explain something to you, though, folks, okay? If you had a young promoter out there, and even if he wasn't still young, promoter out there doing well <laughs> with good storylines coming up with good creative and everything else like that. Okay. I promise you Vince would snag that person in a heartbeat because Vince has to know or triple H or, or, or Hey, listen, uh, I, I mentioned the second coming of, uh, of Christ and, and, and listen, you can't kill the man, Shane McMahon. Okay. Down in a helicopter mm. crash. Helicopter York, crash. Okay, walks away from that too. Sure, he, he's that like Gumby. Him, yeah. yeah, he's 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 like Gumby, you know. So, um, but that's the problem. There's nobody to tap into that has any uh, any creative idea, and until they get a load of me, all right, it'll continue to stay that way. And we're going to get to that in a minute. Matter of fact, we're at it's nine forty-five. We got to do a little bit of the vocal scene that that's our time for wwe this week folks joining us for wwe portion this week has been busy j from new york thanks busy appreciate it as always man keep up the great work we've got Tate. thanks guys yep yep Take thanks. Care, busy. thanks busy appreciate it my man we've got tate dello coming from texas a surprise call thanks so much tate for chiming in tonight really do appreciate the call man as much no as problem. I can. Thanks for having me in. Sorry to have to show oh, you up man, for great. a second there. <laughs> me up. Shit. All right, I'll go leave that one alone because I got to get to Florida wrestling. Take good yeah, seeing yeah, you, man. I'll talk to you soon, brother. What? I've been waiting. Anyway, for guys. You know, it's you and me now. So yeah, you know, we get a little business we got to handle because, uh, you know, last week you, you, you teased a little bit about Ignite Wrestling. Anything further you can tell me about that? About Ignite. Well, ooh. the best way to sum it up about Ignite is um, she seems like a very nice lady. And uh-huh. uh, she's uh, working on a charity there. She helps uh, her, her own she helps her own nonprofit there, and uh, that's fantastic because she does wonderful work helping uh, helping children and the uh, less fortunate. Uh, absolutely fantastic, and uh, it should be a fantastic show. Uh, uh, those of you out in Vero Beach this weekend, uh, it's uh, Saturday afternoon, I believe. Yeah, Saturday afternoon. Uh, in Vero, somewhere in Vero. I don't know. I never got all the info okay. from her. Uh, and uh, I just know it's somewhere in Vero. Uh, you can find it. Go look. Ignite Wrestling. And uh, wish them all well. Hope uh, she has a great show and a great turnout there. Uh, that's okay. about it from Ignite, okay. man. Uh, things about are good. There? Yeah, well, no, I like. Uh, they're local. You know, Listen. It, it, they're nice people, but again, it's that local kind of show, and they're trying to keep it small, I guess, and you know, cozy and private, or I don't know what, but you know, uh, keeping it a uh, okay. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but anyway. I get anyway, it. Go ahead. Well, let me change oh, gears. Uh, no, on. everything's let me change gears on. Let me let me change gears on. I got a lot for you right? tonight. Well, of course, oh. I've got a lot for you tonight, though. Um, I'm glad we have a little time. Ryan, what are you and Ryan Walton up to? Because uh, you guys have been, yeah. You know, what's going on with you and Ryan Walton? You know, there are some that say the only thing worse than you and I in a room is uh, <laughs> Ryan Walton and myself in a room. And yeah, we have found ourselves in a in a room uh, or on the phone quite frequently. And uh, yes, I know this. I know this. There's going to be some jester. Uh, there's going to be some jester news. Uh, those of you who know Ryan Walton or don't know Ryan Walton, 
He's been a guest on the Fantasy Justice Show on Saturday nights. He dives with sharks, uh, no cage. And, uh, you know, there was a funny photo out there on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and all that where uh, it's a picture of Ryan with the sharks and there's the jester head in the water and all that. So we've got an announcement that we're going to be uh, talking about. And uh, Ryan will be joining the Fantasy Justice Show this Saturday, actually, Ryan. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, okay. Jason. Yeah, he's going to be on the show. He's going to join us because we do have a uh, – we've got an announcement for everybody. Uh, one, of, one of a couple that we're going to be making, him and I. So uh, you might want to join us for that. And uh, yeah. it'll be interesting. We're going to go ahead. I think if – I think – we're going to go live at some point. I don't know. If, I, I've got to check if we're going to go live Saturday with some of these announcements or we're going to go live during the week next week. Uh, stay tuned for all that, folks. But, yeah, uh, Ryan and I have been uh, <sighs> commiserating, you might say, and mm-hmm. up to no good. There's a, that, that's probably accurate. Yeah, that's, that's probably yeah. accurate. And uh, the wrestling world and uh, Jester fans and Ryan Walton fans, we've got something for you. I can. Okay. Okay. Now anyway. you know we're talking a little. Anyway. We're talking a little Florida wrestling. We we talked a little FXE. So yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, what what can yeah. we give? What can we give all of our listeners uh, about FXE? Man, is there anything we can give them? I know there's a lot going on. A big smile. We can give them a really? big smile. We can give them a hearty hand. Yeah, we can give them a hearty handshake too if they want. Not, nothing no, else. that's what we're giving them. Um, a smile. I can wish them well. Uh, happy prayers. Oh, come on. Um, best of luck. How about how about what we're how about we give them a little something about what we're currently working on because there's some fun stuff there. Can we give them a little bit of that? Yeah. Um, well, all right. Here, here's what I can give you, folks. Here, here, let, let's go down with a couple of things. As some of you may or may not know, we had the March 18th show, my very first show ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, fantastic at, in some ways and uh, disheartening. Yeah, it was a crazy night, and uh, so it, it was a great mix. Uh, those of you who were listening uh, that attended that show or and or worked it. Uh, and in particular, actually, let me start with those who worked it. Those who worked it before the show and everything, I, I, I met each and every one of you in the locker room. We talked about wrestling. We talked about my vision for wrestling. We talked about my plans, some of them, not all. Now, my plans do, and for those of you out there, okay, who who – don't know FXE and what's going on. We have a slogan called uh, making wrestling great again. Now that slogan wasn't brought up by any of us here. I sat for months, every week, sometimes twice a week with the WWE legend, Jimmy Hart. Now, during that time, I I went over my whole plan and outlined the whole plan of FXE to a wrestling Hall of Famer, and he gave us the slogan, making wrestling great again. Mm -hmm. It was a humbling experience. It It was a humbling experience, and I put a lot of pressure on myself, JT, as you know. Yes, you did. I put a lot of pressure on myself to to go ahead and try and handle it all by myself. And, and because I just wanted to be hands-on, I didn't want to let somebody like Jimmy down and the other professionals in the sport. And certainly, as I talked to that locker room that day, I certainly don't want to let them down, the hard workers of the sport. And they know how I feel about all the workers of the sport and what they deserve. So... During this time away, everybody's been asking me, what about FXE? What, what, what's the delay? What are we doing? What we're doing, folks, is fulfilling what one man called us, making wrestling great again. In order to do that, 
I had to go ahead and take a look at the 318 show and examine what did I like, what didn't I like, what do I want to change, and what do I want to bring the next time out. Several people have said to me, the suggestion was a bigger staff for what I want to do. I heard everybody. We have added to the staff. I can, I can tell you we've added to the staff and we've added to the show, and I can't really go into a whole hell of a lot. We're getting ready to release some of the info. Let's just put it this way. We, we've got October coming. Uh-huh. I've been mentioning October. I've been mentioning about <clears throat> we're going to get FXE very noticed very quick. October will fulfill that. Now, somebody, like I said, now understand one thing. And for those of you listening, okay, I want you to understand one thing about the jester. And I come off as that cocky and arrogant and all that. Yes, I am. But I also understand and respect that I'm new to the sport. So I had no idea whether or not my ideas were great. My ideas were shitty. My ideas were me. I have no idea. I have talked to two different Hall of Famers, several people in the sport a very long time. And one of them said, I'm making wrestling great again. So I had something to live up to. So to live up to that, after my learning experience of March 18th, I needed until October before I pop my little head out and say, okay, Here's what I've learned, and here's where we're taking it to make wrestling great again. Now, let's not make any mistake. When October comes, our group of merry men and women are going to blow the doors off of the place that we're working on, and we're settling up on the venue we've got three of them that we're choosing and we're trying to settle which one blow the doors off that place. And we'll show you why Jimmy Hart said F X E is going to make wrestling great again. Not my words, not some ad company slogan, not somebody in the company, a hall of famer outside it. Now it's my job to live up to that. That's what took so long. I'm tired of hearing when you're having it, when you're having it. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? You know what we're waiting for? We're waiting for this to happen, to be able to come out that very next show and prove why we're making wrestling great again. I have a fantastic team. JT is part of that team. We have expanded team to very large. We have very good plans and going to put on one hell of a memorable around Halloween show, folks. We'll give you more. Damn right. JT, you know, hey, you, know uh, what? you play coy and unfortunately folks, he does know what's coming. And, uh, JT, am I accurate in what I've said is that I am, I am, you got to understand, folks, I am oppositional defiant. After the March 18th show, okay, I had two choices, fold up, pack up, or go ahead and continue what the legend said I was doing. And you know what I'm I've worked very hard to fulfill what that legend has said. I'm sorry. And, and it may be out of it may be out of place or out of line for me to say this, but I'm going to anyway. It's never stopped me before. You know, people want to know when something's coming. It's coming when we have when we're damn ready for it to. When it's going to be the best possible show you can see. That's when it's coming. That's when it's coming. But I can tell you, the end is in sight. October is coming, and everybody better prepare for it. And you know what? One of the things, all those independents out there in the state of Florida, do me a favor. Stand by and watch. I am about to show you how to do this right. You know, I take it to the- again, another version. 
Announcements. We have the Ryan Walton announcement on. We've got FXE announcements. Join us Saturday. Next week, special edition FXE Live on Tuesday night. We're not here next Wednesday. Next Tuesday, the next FXE. I'm out. One shot. One opportunity. Seize everything you ever wanted. One moment. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.